Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Handyman Podcast. My name is Todd Gilbert. And I am Brett Fortney. And it's been a minute, man. It's been it a minute. Been. We, uh, we missed a week because of the topic of what this episode's going to be about. Uh, good old, your good old uh, co-host here, Todd, ended up catching the Rona. Yeah. <sighs> Just saying. But, so how do you feel? Are you feeling I mean, I'm okay? I'm fine now. Um, but we we thought it would be a really kind of insightful thing to talk about that. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're just gonna say this one time to get it out of the way, so we don't have to say it ever again the rest of the episode. There's no political agenda here. Yeah, I'm not trying Please to say. shame anybody into doing something or not doing something. I just wanted to document my journey with COVID, and Brett also had it at one time too. So sharing our experiences and how it affected each of us and things like that, we just want to offer um, a viewpoint to kind of keep help keep people informed, you know? Yeah. So, you know, don't be uh, sending hateful messages at us saying that we're trying to shame people into things. That ain't the goal here. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Um, so what happened with, with, with me... Um, this is actually the second time that I've had it. Uh, the first time wasn't confirmed, though, because my girlfriend and I both got very, very sick uh, at the tail end of 2019. Um, I had gotten really sick first, and then she caught it, like, maybe a week or so after me. And I had the cold sweats, coughing, fatigue, temperature, all that stuff. And, you know, I went to my doctor, and he didn't even know what the hell it was. He's like, well, it seems like some sort of bacterial or fungal thing. I'm just going to give you some antibiotics, and good luck, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I have um, a limited lung capacity of only 38% because of asthma and other fun bonus features of the struggle, like we've talked about in the episodes before. So I do breathing treatments and stuff like that. So... That, on top of the antibiotics, I survived through what it was. And mm -hmm. then when the shutdown happened in 2020, and they started explaining what all the symptoms were and everything, we're both like, oh, my God, that's what we had. Yeah. Um, there was no COVID test at the time, so there's no way to tell for sure. But we're pretty sure that's what it was. So yeah. that was my first experience with it. And then this last time... I was exposed to it by someone who um, knowingly was around people when they and their household were sick. I'm not going to name drop anybody or throw anybody under a bus or anything. But they, after that, then like found out that it was COVID and I had been exposed as well as a bunch of us. And so I ended up catching it. <clears throat> And for me, you know, I, I'm vaccinated I because uh, of my compromised immune system and all the fun other things, I went right ahead and hurried up and got that. For me, personally, it's worth the gamble, I guess, is the word to use. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even, even yeah. if it's not going to fully help me avoid it, the chance that it could even just diminish the symptoms is worth the risk for me. Yeah, for sure. That's what, yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah, um, we know that, we know that, you know, that, um, 
people have um, been better off with not having to go to the hospital too that's been yeah. vaccinated. There has been small cases, mm-hmm. you know, that have slipped through the, you know, through the hemisphere of, you sure. know, this was just a, I don't want to, it's not a fluke thing, but there's just certain people that can handle things different. I felt, have always felt when, since I was younger, that I always had a really good immune system yeah. just because um, I was the kid playing in the dirt and eating stuff off the floor, giving the four second rule and all that stuff, you know, and I always thought, well, my body is just pretty well immune to all this stuff, but yeah, yeah, it, I still got it too, though, so it can and, happen to anybody. Yeah, absolutely, and, and for me, it it hit me pretty hard, but still not completely terrible. Not as bad as the first time around? Um, no, the first time around was pretty much the same, only, um, a little, a little easier. Yeah. This time was a little worse. Um, the main thing that I was concerned about was, the difference between getting stuck in a hospital and mm-hmm. just being sick for a week or so. Yeah. Um, Cause you kind of think, do you think that maybe when you go to the hospital, it's gotta be so much worse and like, they're not gonna, right. you hear you like horror story. Yeah, yeah. You hear like horror stories of people that like went on a ventilator and never made it back, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For, for me too, a good comparison, my mom is immunocompromised like I am, but she Mm -hmm. had so many medical things going on. And then she had caught COVID before she was able to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And with all her health stuff, it was really bad to the point where she was in intensive care for God in and out of the hospital for maybe two, three months Mm -hmm. to the point where she was like spending weeks, you know, at a time in the hospital and it had gotten pretty scary. So when I compare that to when I got vaccinated, uh, again, to me, it's, it's worth the risk. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I have a lot of health issues too, but I'm vaccinated. So the symptoms, at least I feel the symptoms were a lot Mm -hmm. less than they would have been had I, not been vaccinated at all. Yeah. That's what I, I mean, we've kept, we've, we've read about this and saw in the news. That's what they're saying. And it does seem to be a true fact. I don't know mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, what the percentage is as far as like people, it's gotta be low. It's gotta be a lot lower. It is. With the yeah. Vaccination. yeah. And I mean, you, you're going to always have conspiracy theorists who don't want to believe the numbers and don't want to believe the science yeah. behind things. And I'm not, I'm not here to argue that because you just, you can't argue that with people anyway. Yeah. There, there, there's just no win because on either side of the narrative and when, when you research or what people are calling doing their own research, <laughs> which yeah. includes YouTube and Google conspiracy websites, you, you, you only, you only look for things that fit the narrative you want. And that's, that's both true. sides. It's both sides. That's it really true. is. You you, you you only look for things that, well, this isn't saying what I want it to say, so this must not be true. I'm going to keep digging. Until you mm-hmm. finally find that piece of like, aha, see this person, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. So yeah. trying to argue those points with people, you, you just can't. Um, so I just, I believe informed, you know, 
just having information out there from all stretches of the universe is the best way to do it, which is the main reason I wanted to do this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, the the second time I got it, I, uh, the, the, I, I got up to a 101 degree fever that Mm. lasted for a couple days to the point where I had to have like wet, cold washcloths on my head Mm -hmm. to bring my temperature down, you know, and the cold sweats and, um, really congested and coughing. And this time my sense of taste went away, which I still don't completely have back. It's really weird. Um, the weirdest thing about that, and I don't know if it was that this way for you, but for me, it the, the taste isn't completely gone, yeah. but certain things are overpowering now. So yeah. when there's a spice on something like, or just something simple like salt or pepper or garlic or something, yeah. that is the only thing I taste. Right. And yeah. it's super powerful and it's... Yeah. Not to the point where it tastes bad, but to the point where you know <laughs> what's on well, there. You know what I mean? That's why I was wondering if you remember when I had it, I was kind of saying the same thing, but I was having like, well, you know what? This stuff is very overpowering. It didn't even matter what it was. It yeah. could be a piece of candy. It could be, I mean, it could be a bologna sandwich. And it's like, wow, this is overpoweringly strong. Like I can, I can't taste it, but I know whatever it is, it's just bringing out like i could taste something couldn't tell what it was but it was overpowering the Mm -hmm. taste of whatever it was was overpowering but it just i couldn't if i didn't know what it was that i was eating i wouldn't be able to tell you what it was right yeah Yeah. like it's it's more textures and Mm -hmm. stuff like that that kind of help you figure out what it is you're eating at that point (laughs) um my sense of smell didn't go away um it got a little muted but i i could still smell things the whole time Lucky. Um, lucky. Yeah. The, the hardest thing for me was the fatigue. So, yeah. like, getting off the couch just to go into the kitchen and get a glass of something and coming back to the couch was exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd go yeah. do that, and I felt like I just walked around my apartment complex. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was weird. Um, well, especially with you and the capacity that you have for your lungs, it's way low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and thankfully, um, and something I would recommend everyone doing if they catch it, it's really cheap. Uh, you go on Amazon and get what's called a pulse oximeter. And this thing measures your oxygen levels. So to make sure you're getting enough oxygen all the time, it's a thing you see it at the hospital all the time. They put it on your on your finger, and it, it measures your pulse and makes sure that you're getting enough oxygen in your body. Yeah. My wife just bought one for me the last time I got it too. That's yeah, crazy. yeah, you can get them for like twelve bucks, you know. Yep. And it's it's so helpful because if you get below the nineties, I mean, you can feel like you're breathing just fine, but you put that thing on and if you get below the nineties, that's dangerous and you need to get to the hospital because Mm -hmm. something's going on, you know, but it's something you wouldn't know if you didn't have one. Right. You know what I I mean? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I felt like I might, I I'm pretty sure I had it twice as well because I remember in March of 19, actually, this is weird, but it was right around March or so, you know how like there's with everything, but that's been going on. Like, 
was 20, um, 21 really, did it really happen? I was just wondering. Or 2020, you mean? It seems like it was either either just um, a whole like nightmare, kind of a dream kind of a thing or no. But anyway, so I got it. And I think that I got it in March because I had the symptoms. They were smaller than what, you know, wasn't full. I don't know. It wasn't fully. 2019 or do you mean 2020? Oh, yeah. When well, it just happened. Yeah, well, you know, that's the, yeah. Okay. 2020. Okay. 2020 I'm sorry, okay. 2020. I yeah, it was, it. what, March or April that they finally announced what everything was, right? It was, yeah, March is when, yeah, because, yeah. yeah. But, I, yeah, I'm sorry, I did mess up the year. Oh, you're like good. I, 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 20, I, the years meld together right now for me, too, so you're fine. 19 and 20 were just, like, mixed together, I think. Right, yeah. Um. But, no, I, I got it. I felt... um. Like I just had a cold, you know, um, and I can't really say 100% that I had it, but I just mm-hmm. feel like all the symptoms that I had and I was taking Motrin just to try to get through a couple hours without feeling like, like crap. And so yeah. I would take it. And every time I took Motrin, um, I would start to break out. Like I had just ran a marathon and I was struggling to like catch my breath and i was oh yeah because that's the one they tell was, you not to take if you have it right well that's what you know afterwards when they started saying that motrin and any kind of ibuprofen thing like that is something that makes it even worse and i didn't know yeah. that until maybe a week and like well, how come every time because i would do it on i would i would take it and then take a hot shower and try to just all have it work together and, and i'd feel fine getting out of the shower i'm like oh i might you know and all of a sudden I would start just breaking out in a sweat and it wasn't hot. I'd have a fan on me and I'd have these cold sweats. And then I would right. say, you know, well, I, I just must, I don't know why this is happening. I must've needed it. I must've drank too much water and it's just water retention. I couldn't figure it out. Well, afterwards, and they said on the news that uh, doing the ibuprofen isn't a good thing. And a couple of the other things that I noticed that I was having symptoms of like, that sounds like a lot like what I was having, but I never, really confirmed it because it really wasn't a thing yet it was like at the beginning of it and nobody really knew what it was and all that stuff so i went through it and i got through it and then um the beginning of this year it happened again i was around some people carelessly maybe my fault giving hugs because i hadn't seen them in a while not thinking that you know you just don't think sometimes so you know i got it for through a couple people um and I started once again not feeling too good, and this one was the extreme one, like you had with the no taste, no smell. I would just try to eat fruit just to see if I could, because I knew that fruit sometimes is really overpowering when you eat it, especially like um, some really juicy kind of like pears or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Maybe I can get something, and I just it wouldn't happen. It was just so humiliating to me to think <laughs> that. <laughs> like we are both people who love food so you know i mean that's why i'm like i have to eat like and you know i think i did lose some weight you know because i just didn't eat that much because like but i did think about it like this too like you know now is the time to try these foods (laughs) that i don't really love but i can tolerate because it's not going to make a difference anyway i'm not gonna maybe some of these better healthier foods might be the thing to do while i'm down (laughs) down on my luck here so i sitting did there eating of, bowls of asparagus because you can't taste it anyway <laughs> you know yeah some some pickled asparagus you know <laughs> that's what that's another thing if i would have eaten eaten if Eight. i would have eaten that um i probably 
would have had burning in my mouth and stuff from the overpowering taste of it, but I wouldn't yeah. be able to tell you what it was that I was eating. So, right. yeah. That's the weird thing. It's that spices are accentuated, but the basic flavor disappears. It's really Isn't weird. that weird? Isn't um, that weird? I don't know if it's the same way for everybody, but for the no, two of us, it was. Um, I it's pretty now, common how long, for that. How long did your like hardcore symptoms last? Hardcore, the, the cold sweats and the the coughing well, right, and you know the basic yeah. like the grossness the, of of it, you know. Well, the second time in which I do recommend, if you do have a family doctor, a lot of people think there's not things that you can be helped with. Right. Um, but you know, my wife being a nurse and all that, she reminded me that there are some things that can be kind of treated as people treat common colds, but it also mm -hmm. helps your immune system by getting a Z pack. Mm -hmm. And maybe some steroids. Yeah. Um, and that really helped me, I feel, like maybe not having it as long as I probably could have had it. I had it for about uh, maybe two weeks. The first week was probably the worst. The two, the second week was easier. And I think with the Z-Pack and all that stuff, I might have still had it, but I didn't have a lot of the feeling like crap and, you know, just yeah, being sleepy I mean, all the time. I didn't, yeah. even, even though it's not a bacterial thing, um, you definitely want an antibiotic because the other thing that can happen is there's the risk of what is called COVID pneumonia, mm -hmm. which is what my mom ended up getting through all of it. And that, oh. that is like COVID on steroids. You, mm. you, you don't want that. Yeah. Um, antibiotics will almost work as a, uh, prevental, uh, prophylactic of sorts to, prevent that from happening you okay. know what i mean yeah. and uh yeah and i got put on that um and also prednisone the steroid mm -hmm. yeah and what a what a difference yeah you know what i mean the first time i had it you know i just had the antibiotic because nobody knew what it was so you're just yeah. sitting there suffering for a week or so not knowing what the heck's going on the steroid for me actually helped the overall symptoms go away quicker mm -hmm. I, well, only I, wanted had to get the, I only had the grossness for probably about four or five days mm -hmm. well that's what i was thinking too like i said with laura kind of stepping up and saying you probably need some of this other stuff it might have saved a couple weeks out of me feeling just the worst that i could feel you know yeah because what happened was um i had had my scheduled um um, vaccination. Mm -hmm. um, and it was scheduled on a Tuesday. I was around some people just uh, probably a week before maybe or so. Yeah. The people that I was talking about that I feel like maybe gave it to me. Um, and then I felt a little bit maybe. But so what happened was I got the shot. I'm thinking in my mind pretty much at the exact same time that I contracted COVID. So yeah. when I got my shot, automatically I started thinking, well, I'd heard when you get the shot, you know, you feel some symptoms, you don't feel the best for a while and for a day or so. So I took it, you know, noonish around that, I don't know, like a, I don't know, I think it was a Monday or Tuesday. Right. Um, and um, later on that night while watching TV, I'm like, you know, this, I don't feel too bad at all. Everybody's talking about this whole thing about not feeling good. And I had fallen asleep in my chair and I woke up a couple hours later and I was drenched in sweat. 
Yeah. I was sweating and I was just, I wasn't feeling bad really. I just was really just like sweaty and there's no reason I had a fan blown on me and everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was still sweating. So, um, I went back and then I got a few days later, I got the, t- uh, this was now maybe almost a week later. Now I'm like, now I got to see what happened if I have COVID. Cause I did get the shot last week, but let's just see. And I did, I did go to get tested and I was tested positive for it. So I feel like maybe that the shot maybe helped it not progress as much. I don't really know, you know, but I didn't feel horrible. Right. I was able to maintain and do my daily routine pretty much. There's a couple of days in there where I just didn't feel like it, but most, uh, mostly by getting the shot really did help me. I feel because it all was happening at the same time, and it was almost a preventative thing. I'm hoping. I think that it yeah, was. Yeah, and and that's what I feel it is too. Is that it's you know, it's not a you know, it's called a vaccine, but in reality, it's not completely a vaccine because vaccines are to make it so you can't get it. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid, when you're born, you get the polio vaccine, and you get the smallpox mm-hmm. thing, and you get the you know. This doesn't stop you from getting COVID. So mm-hmm. what it really does is just makes it easier on your body. But, yeah. you know, so go into it knowing that um, I think calling it a vaccine was a was a, mis- a misnomer, you know. But, yeah, I never thought about that. I really never did. I never really yeah. thought about the definition of that vaccine is to prevent, I guess. It's yeah. Kind of fun. And, you know. And I could, I, you know, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, so, you know, the, 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 the main thing I would stress, even if you don't want to get vaccinated and, and you're, you're fully within your, you know, your rights to not, you know, if you, if you just don't want to do it, that's fine. Do, do what you're going to do, you know, more power to you, I guess. But Still take people into consideration, I guess, is the big thing that I want to I want to stress. And the only thing yeah. that I am going to get on a soapbox about for a minute is, you know, we're we're still living in a very uncertain time. We're still living, you know, in, in a COVID world. And honestly, it's probably not anything that's ever going to completely go away. And yeah. if it is, it's going to be a long time coming. But if you are around people that are sick, or if you yourself feel ill, don't go around people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make a point to get tested first before you do. Even if you don't believe in getting the vaccine, you still, in my opinion, have an obligation as just a human being to make sure you're not exposing other people to what you possibly could have. To me, yeah. it's no different than the guy that gets the flu but still goes to work at Subway the next day. Yeah, same thing. You know thing. what I mean? You got people who, you know, and and this I blame employment for. The a lot of like play like bosses of places treat it like it's a privilege to have this job, so you just got to do whatever they say. Yeah, and so a lot of people unfortunately are felt like they're forced to go to work even when they're sick. But yeah. This, I think, should be treated in that same vein of if you're if you're sick, get tested. The tests are free. It costs nothing but time. Um, you can get instant tests at many, many different places. 
um, or you can get lab tested, you know, and it nine times out of 10, I'm pretty sure it's always free. Yeah. Um, it's a small inconvenience to protect everybody else. Yeah. You no, know, the, the mask stuff is still a thing and that does protect to a degree. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've heard stories of people who would be invited over to somebody's house, for example. And when you get there, they have a kid that's hacking up the lung and they're not feeling well. And they're just like, oh, but they're fine. You know, even though they didn't get tested or whatever. You're like, oh, it's just this or that. And then a week later, you find out, oh, wait, they did have COVID. Now everybody that was there has been exposed to it. Now everybody Mm -hmm. that was there could Mm -hmm. possibly get it. Yep. You know what I mean? It's a very easy to spread thing. Yeah. So that's the thing I think I would like to stress the most. Not, Not so much getting vaccinated because, again, that's a slippery slope with a lot of people. But even if you think it's just the flu, even if you think it's just a cold, get Mm -hmm. tested. When I started Mm -hmm. feeling sick, I thought it was just a sinus infection of some sort because I get those all the time. I went and got tested. It came back negative. So I went on with my weekend, you know, Mm -hmm. and then two days later, I got really sick out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and went and got tested again. And it was positive. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it doesn't show up as quick as you think it. Does. I think it usually takes. It feels like the people that I've been talking to, in my experience and yours, that it might take right around almost a week before yeah. you're able. You're. I mean, it could be different with everybody else, but it seems sure. commonly feels like it seems that most people are about you know about a week into it before they just start feeling like it. you know it might start earlier but you know you're always feeling pains or aches or whatever and then you just kind of go about your day yeah. until it stops you from doing what you do right. during the day yeah that's they, what they, that, they tell you 3 to 5 days um so 5 days from exposure i got tested and it was negative but then 2 days after that came the onslaught of everything and it yeah. hit all at once. We're we're at a um, craft store called Michael's on that Sunday, and we're waiting in line. And all of a sudden, my entire body just turned to garbage in like an instant. Yeah, it was weird. This hit you now. Yeah, yeah. I'm standing there. All of a sudden, I'm feeling hot, but I'm cold, and you know, I'm starting to have a cough and everything. It all hit right at the same time. It was crazy. Mm. Yeah, but well, thankfully, was, we are both yeah. here to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I was just to say thing, you know, there's all these different things you can think of. Like I was at a, at a birthday party on Sunday mm-hmm. and it was some family and I know, you know, some per- people in my family don't believe in the vaccination. And so I went there knowing that I might, you know, not, I might get sick from these people. God, I mean, why would they put me like, and we almost didn't go, but it was a 70th birthday party. And I was just like, I was nervous about going and then I was like, well, we're going to look weird if we're the only ones with masks, but you know, I'll just take them just in case, you know? Yeah. Um, and everybody seemed to be fine. Nobody seemed sick or anything, but it did worry me. It still worries me just to go out and knowing that there are so many people that don't want to protect other people who, you know, if you feel like that about yourself and you feel like you're going to be able to handle it, if you have it, you don't know, but you feel like I'm strong. My immune system's strong. I can fight this. Like, first of all, you don't know for sure what it's going to do to you. Right. And secondly, 
it's no, it's to protect other people too. So it's not just you that we're worried about. It's everybody else that you will continue. If you give to somebody, will continue to on and on and on, give it, and it'll just keep going. Like if everybody could just, you know, it's one of those things, like if everybody could mask up for just maybe even a week, you know, let's just say they mask up for a week. Yeah. Everybody did it. I feel like maybe there would be a lower percentage of these things that are coming out positive because it just I, people are not being this whole world is crazy you know how it is anymore um people are nice and i do understand that people believe in their freedoms and and their you know constitutional right and all that right, i swear yeah. to you know I, I believe in all that for you but i feel like it's got to be a have a little bit of a side note when you might be affecting others with what you're doing yeah you know i <laughs> Because you've always something. cared. Everybody's always cared about, you know, oh, I don't want to go over that house because somebody, their kid is sick. Like, why aren't we thinking that way now? Because What's unfortunately, this happened during an election. So it got. I haven't been into trying a, to make it. it I have it got, not oh, no, no, I'm not saying you are. Unfortunately, yeah. this happened during an election. So everybody decided to try and make it political as well. Yeah. And use it as another way to attack each other. And really lost sight of the fact that really it's all about making sure nobody dies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sadly, in the last few years, especially, our country in particular has become very self-centered. There's a lot of people out there that just care about themselves, just care about what inconveniences them, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And really don't care about protecting other people and that's yeah. unfortunate and sad to me you know sadly this this uh infection that everybody's you know that people are getting is like um like a country divided yeah thing that kind of just is sad to know that so many people um just don't think it's necessary to protect not just you but other people yeah. you know that's that's the thing that kind of freaks me out a little bit why me not too. why not yeah, yeah me too you know like it's like going to the grocery store and well, the store requires people to wear masks while inside and you you'll see all the time people will wear them through the door and then as soon as they're through the door and they think nobody's looking they take them off so what's the point when you bring it down past over your nose or whatever, like that what's too. the point of that? Either you're in or you're out, stay yeah. home. If you're not going to want to, you know, if you don't want to yeah. put it out, just stay home, get somebody else to go out there and go to the store for you. Give them a list or something. You know what I mean? Right. And you know, so many people are stuck on, you know, it's my right to do this and my right to do that. But in reality, you know, the rights that people think they have <laughs> are very yeah. different from reality. Um, yeah. In the sense that, yes, you don't have the right to, I mean, you have the right to do what you want to do with your body and do, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody or anything, whatever. But at the same time, you, you don't have the right, in my opinion, to do things that are going to affect other people negatively. Right. You know what I mean? I, mean, I, I was just thinking about something. I don't even know if there's a correlation. Well, I used a big word. I'm not really sure if there's a correlation, but I, <laughs> nice. I feel like there is. Let's say, you know, let's say you're at a, I don't know, you've seen videos where people have spat on somebody yeah. or they, yeah, just nastiness where somebody's trying mm -hmm. to, you know, 
meanly trying to make somebody sick or not you know just like oh yeah yeah you know and i've seen people like um do some really crazy stuff is blowing you know things Mm -hmm. from their body out at other people (laughs) yeah um yeah that makes sense and like that that is illegal that is like for so i yeah it's a tough call it's a tough call because (laughs) i'm saying i don't know if we should have people that are constantly not putting their mask on when they should um to maybe get a fine or something i don't know how that works i don't know it's not that doesn't i guess that whole storyline doesn't really make any difference because people are not gonna they're gonna do it or they're not they're not gonna um and that's and that's where where sadly the line is drawn is no matter what people are just gonna do what they're gonna do and yeah, and so, I don't think that it's going to make any difference how many no. commercials we see, sadly, of people dying from it. I mean, we've seen videos, you know, we've I've watched many videos where people are dying on their deathbed and they're saying, please, the last thing I want to tell you is this is more serious than anybody thought it mm-hmm. was. Please, I'm dying, you know, do the right yeah. thing. And those commercials don't, and those ads and whatever don't seem to be working either. So I don't know what it is that we could do to get people uh Backed up. I don't. I or what I think, they like to call shots in arms. They're calling that now. That's the oh new term. Lord. I I think <laughs> I think honestly, the best course of action is just information. Yeah. I think everybody offering their own personal experiences, trying to try to keep your um political agendas out of it because yeah. all that does is hinder. And make Let's just say this harder. is a health issue. This doesn't yeah, really have to yeah. be anything to do with politics because right. it really just doesn't. Try to stay as informed as you can. Learn from other people's experiences, and for God's sakes, you know, if you're sick, get tested, man. It's yeah. not that hard. That's the, again, it's the only thing I'm gonna. The only mountain I'm gonna die on is if you're sick, get tested. Don't don't risk it. Don't. Don't think you know better than a doctor does. Don't think because, you know, your uncle's cousin's brother, you know, had COVID Read once. Read something and he, on Wikipedia. And he, and, he had, <laughs> and, he, and he had COVID once and all he did was sneeze. That doesn't yeah. mean it's going to be the same for you. It's yeah. It's different for everybody. So, yeah. you know, in, in the immoral words of Jerry Springer, take care of yourselves and each other. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? All yeah. you need is love, man. And here's another thing, too, with, you know, more like with the basis outline of our show altogether around. I mean, if we want to touch on that, there are people as as we are, you know, you're a lot worse off than I am when it comes to lung capacity. But there's people like us that are affected by normally healthy people that can't afford to get sick this way. They can't. Yeah. You know, they really can't. They will die. Mm-hmm. Just because of people that I have other symptoms of other, they have other chronical, chronic, uh, whatever it is that they might have. They might have some kind of disease that this is not going to be good, you know, to have both of these going on at the same time. Right. You know, so, yeah. like, you know, just if you feel like you're safe and you feel healthy, okay, that's cool. Stay in your house until yeah. I don't want you to be outside compromising my health. Exactly. And I that's think what that's, that is with people like us. And I'm not saying I'm yeah. any different than anybody else, but there are some of us, because I have a you know a diabetes thing going on and a, and a high blood pressure, all these other things that are very much affected by this stuff. And right. it's like I want to be protected, but I still don't want to have to stay in my house 
while you're going out spreading it around town and I like you know it's just not it just doesn't seem the way it should be you yeah. know going yeah. it doesn't seem right yeah yeah so i mean i guess i mean that's about as far as we can go with this honestly um mm. and honestly the whole point of this episode was just to present another side was just to present yes. information just to show that at least for us the vaccine helped mm -hmm. you know whether this sways you to get it or not um you know cool if this helps in your decision either way but the main thing we want to stress is just be mindful of each other take care of each other you know look out for your fellow person mm -hmm. you know especially when if you're going somewhere that's like a crowded place or you're going to be around loved ones you know there there's really simple precautions that we can take that really is such a minor inconvenience that it really even shouldn't matter in my opinion mm -hmm. so you know if you're feeling sick don't bring people around if you're feeling ill or been around someone that was ill after a few days get tested just to be sure because it's you know being safe is better than ending up in a hospital or god forbid a morgue you know yeah. <laughs> um but that's going to do it for this episode we we certainly hope that um we've at least helped with some information uh sharing our experiences if you feel you need to get tested, there's wonderful websites you can go to. Um, I used uh, do I need a COVID nineteen test dot com. What a really long web address that is! Uh. But uh, it, Meyer and a few other places use that as their hub to schedule appointments. You can mm -hmm. also go to urgent care and, or different hospitals around to get tested. I know Rite Aids and Walgreens and places like that all do them. So the tests are very readily available. 99.9% .9 of the time, they're free. Yep. And all it takes is a couple minutes, you know? Yeah. Yep. So we are going to close out this episode with a song. That's right. Mm. We can play songs sometimes, as long as they're not by big famous people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought this is pretty appropriate to end the show with. This song came out... Uh, during quarantine last year, I had the privilege of being the drummer for this person on this song. I thought it was hilarious, and it's also very fitting. Um, and it's called The Rona Blues by yeah. a, a guy named David Henry Steery. And uh, it's a great song that we're going to close out the show with. Uh, tune in next week as our special guest is going to be singer-songwriter Allie McManus. She's going to talk all about the uh, disability that she lives with and how she overcomes it to chase her dreams, which is a really big, important thing on our show. So oh, really is. looking it's... forward to talking to her. So until then, my name is Todd Gilbert. And I am Brett Fortney. And we will see you all next time on another episode of the Handyman Podcast. Woke up this morning, I was still in my house. Yeah, woke up this morning, I was still in my house. I woke up this morning, I was still in my house. Please, Jesus, Buddha, Allah, Krishna, get me out. Well, I never ever thought that I could be so sick of my ever-loving. Let's go.
Oh, 